What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to Betting the Grid. It is your host, Jack and Pat. Pat, what's going on, man? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Got a lot of exciting action this week. Sprint race and a Grand Prix. I know, yeah, more racing. Uh, the more the merrier as an, uh, as an American would love to see a bit more sprint, sprint races in our time zone. Um, Going to be a bit of an earlier wake-up for us here in the states uh just to give you an idea the sprint race is at 9 30 a.m uh central time on saturday <laughs> and the actual race is at 8 a.m on sunday uh so actually maybe not the worst thing considering a lot of people do have that four-day weekend uh because of the july 4th holiday i'll, I'll give you one downer the the regular quality we got on friday so that's a plus only what is that a 10 a.m quality on friday but Ooh, who needs to do work when you just watch some qualifying. But sprint quality, 5 a.m. on Saturday at Central Time. Ooh, ooh, that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be a brutal one, especially with everyone celebrating the uh, the Fourth of July weekend. Uh, I agree. Tough that one. one's gonna be that one's gonna be a watch on record for me. Yeah, yeah. But before we get in the episode, as always, uh, quick disclosure: uh, we are not in any way, shape, or form offering financial advice. Everything we share is speculation and opinion. Check your individual state laws to see if sports betting is legal or what options there are in your specific state. If you or anyone you know is addicted to gambling, please call the National Council on Problem Gambling at 1-800-522-4700. Their info can be found in our show notes. And as always, lines are taken from BetMGM as per June 28, 2023. Pat, going right into the Canadian Grand Prix, which honestly was a very exciting race. Not that we haven't had too many downers this year, but even with a Max Verstappen win, it still felt like there was a lot of action going on. So first off, let's talk about the man, the myth, the legend, Nico Hulkenberg. Mm. What happened there? Yeah, Nico Hulkenberg in qualifying on Saturday, there was just a brief window of time where it was a rainy quality, but Hulkenberg was one of the first ones to slap on some soft tires and give it a shot. And there was a very brief window where it was just dry enough and before the rain started again where Hulkenberg put in a banger of a lap and got third place. And we were very excited for that, but our favorite party poopers at the FIA slapped him with a three-place penalty. So dropped back a few spots, but starting fifth on the grid, a Haas. I mean, that's a lot of fun. I know, and I can't believe that it was going to be a second. Yeah, they were really slanging around some penalties uh, all over, not only qualifying, but the race itself. So definitely, you never like to see the refs get involved this much. But I think given the track conditions, especially for qualifying, and there was a lot of impeding, especially on that final chicane right after the DRS zone, it was a bit of a nightmare, and there were a lot of issues. I mean, yeah, Signs and Stroll also receiving penalties uh, for impeding lap times. So definitely something there. Man, can we just talk about that Ferrari strategy? I it, absolutely it was a beauty. hated it. I love I actually it. had – I made some bets on race day and really was hammering home a signs to beat Leclerc. Uh, I think it was like plus 125 or something, and that absolutely destroyed me hearing the radio message. Uh, guys, we're going to stay like this. Uh, let signs uh, be fifth and our guy Leclerc fourth. Brutal. But, Pat, I know, I know you had some interesting talks on their strategy. What do you think? Yeah, no, it was a very interesting call. Um, early on in the race, well, I think it was Logan Sargent hit the wall and caused a safety car. And 
Everybody else went into the pits and um, got some fresh tires, but Ferrari stayed out, allowed them to sneak up into either third or fourth, fourth and fifth, and they were able to just extend their medium tires for a lot longer than we've seen a Ferrari doing forever. So very gentle on the tires, and they were able to hold that position for the rest of the race. And I think they were pretty content with their positioning, so they didn't want Leclerc and Sainz fighting each other. So they just kind of held firm back there and also held off a charging Sergio Perez in the Red Bull. So that was a very nice weekend for Ferrari. Yeah, you got to give them at least a little credit. You know, a fourth and fifth, it's not what the uh, the Ferrari fans really want at the end of the day, but I think it's just a, a big confidence boost uh, going into this next uh, Austria Grand Prix. You know, I especially after a lot of the DNFs and, you know, kind of everyone doing a bit poor, this is definitely a, a, a step in the right direction for them. But I got to talk about my guy in the Merc, George Russell. Absolutely brutal. I mean, slamming into the wall there. I mean, what? It was it was before lap 20, causing a, a yellow flag and everything into the pits and, you know, basically coming out 19th after the Logan Sargent DNF. Basically... For me, as with especially some of my bets, I was like, oh, my God, like this is this is done for like, OK, we'll see what he can do. He got all the way back up into fighting for eighth position with against Oscar Piastri only for then on lap 55 for there to be a critical failure and then be like, nope, we got it. We got to pull the car. Uh, so absolutely gutted uh, for George Russell there. Yeah, tough to see. I mean, he made it so far on the car and then finally some kind of mechanical failure got the best of him. Those uh Cars are a bit fragile, so, you know, slamming into walls, not good for them. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, he took the curve a bit too hard. Uh, but speaking of hard, Lando Norris uh, receiving an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty of five seconds during the safety car for not going the beta speed or something, or delta speed. Absolutely hilarious. McLaren is finding every way in the world to not get points. It, it is absolutely blowing my mind. Absolutely in shambles. Lando was my pick to finish in the points last week in five seconds. I think he just was too slow and had too much distance from the car in front, and that's apparently unsportsmanlike. But, yeah, absolute shambles for McLaren. And they're starting to look a little bit better, but apparently this is the week. All those legendary McLaren upgrades are set to arrive, and I see Jack just shivering over there. He's quivering in fear. We haven't all gotten us. to my <laughs> top ten finish this week. I, I am – you know, all right, so I'll, I'll say it now in the podcast. I always wait till the end. Alpine, 44, McLaren, 17. I'm okay if McLaren has some moments of greatness throughout the season, but it's just about the way they end up. And it, it's getting – the joke The joke has gone long enough. I do think I want to see <laughs> something uh, from, you know, the Australian with Oscar Piastri or – the Brit uh, in Logan or Lando Norris. I'm, 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 I got Logan Sargent DNF laps at seven on the brain. That's just so sad. He's yeah, just, it he, sticks he in the brain. He can't win. He can't. But they open up a seat for Mick Schumacher next year. Toto wants him in a seat. So all good things. But we're just fueling the rumor mill right now. Nothing about the race. Just. Just the gossip. That's well, what and the then media and does. then you have you have you have helmet helmet over at Red Bull, basically saying like, oh yeah, Horner hates that we got uh, Devries. Like it's a bad move. <laughs> and granted, Devries really didn't do any anything for himself this way. Obviously, with the uh, him and Magnuson battle uh, there towards the end, that caused I guess the last uh, safety car of them. You know, kind of battling for thirteenth. I mean, come on, like you, you got to take your chances when you get them in Piastri. It was just, it was poor decisions all around. 
Yeah, but no doubt. Anyway, yeah. Nope, I'll break it with the break up the regular structure one last time. Apparently, new team on the grid in twenty twenty four. AlphaTauri is going to rebrand again. No idea what the new no. name will be. Yeah, apparently the what? clothing line sales not doing well enough. So AlphaTauri another rebrand. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, unless you're a fan of Yuki Sonoda, I mean, it's not like there's a ton of DeVries fans yet. He hasn't really my, done much. My entire wardrobe is AlphaTauri themed. It's only after I will say I like the navy blue a lot. It's pretty good. Um, I would like to see that. I, I'm very interested to see what they're going to go with. I agree. In I don't terms know of the rebrand. Back to Toro Rosso. I don't know. They probably have some other obscure Red Bull product they're going to pitch and slap that team name on. But yep, other bit of breaking news. Honestly, I don't know why the team name isn't just Sugar Free Red Bull. I think that'd be pretty funny. And you go that with like would be that hilarious. Really light blue with like the the I, I don't. I think that could be kind of fun. I enjoy a good sugar-free Red Bull. No, that's you got my vote. Yep. Hey, hey, you know we're tr- we're trying to be healthy. You know you got to go with the sugar-free Red Bull. Health. But speaking of Red Bull, <laughs> that was a great race. Max Verstappen with the win. Oh, by the way, he got first place with a bird, a dead bird in his front wing brake <laughs> pads. So way to go! Everyone thinks they're finally catching Red Bull. Psych, the best driver just hit a bird. But on to the Red Bull ring. Pat, give us some deets on uh, on this next race. Yep, last year, Charles Leclerc took home the race win, but overall, pretty dominant weekend for Max Verstappen last year, winning the or taking first in qualifying and winning the sprint race. But one of the quicker tracks to see on the circuit, lap times are barely over a minute, so we'll fly through this one, get a good number of laps, and also, very scenic tracks, tucked away in the uh, Styrian Mountains, so we're in for a treat, I think. A lot of racing this weekend in uh, Austria. Man, we've had we've had two really good uh, back-to-back races in terms of just scenery. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Montreal being right on the water there in the Montreal Bay, and then uh, this one tucked away in the mountains. I think that's a, a nice little, little change of pace of, uh, you know, maybe not as many city circuits that I feel like we had a bit more uh, in the past. Yeah, definitely. So, Pat, all right, so so this is, we're, we're going to start off with just normal qualifying, uh, you know, for the race. Uh, unfortunately... Uh, bet MGM did not have any sprint quality bets, so it's basically we're doing normal qualifying bets and then just into sprint uh, sprint race winner. Uh, so Pat, who do you got? Yep, and I will say for quality and sprint quality, I feel like our picks will kind of carry over, do a similar kind of thing. But I will say for quality, I'm going to go with Charles Leclerc, race winner last year. He's sitting at plus four hundred, and um, yeah, I think the Ferrari just had a tough time in qualifying, but. Historically, been a very good qualifying car. I think Leclerc just had some issues the week before, and then with the changing conditions in Canada, they just didn't get it, the timing just right to slap on the right tires. But I'm looking for Charles Leclerc and Ferrari to rebound here in uh, Styria. No, I really like it, and hopefully this track gives them a lot of confidence. It's really just uh, you know foot to the absolute floor uh, for most of this track. A lot of just open space for you to really have some fun with it. So I do I, – I hate that I'm saying it. A Verstappen quality win. Um, yeah. I will say, though, with all of our picks, you know, it just goes to – so if there is weather and it is supposed – or, you know, the weather, right now it's supposed to be somewhat of a nice weekend. But if the weather does turn sour, I'm going to say you got to go – you got balls to the wall with some of these later picks. I mean, you got to go a, a Hamilton, Perez, Signs, you know, something in the more than plus 1,000 range just because – you would absolutely have no idea what's going to happen, how the strategy is going to work out, who's going to get caught. 
I mean, we saw Sergio Perez out in Q1 uh, last time. I mean, there have been some crazier things that have happened. So always take it with a grain of sand, grain of salt. Grain of, yeah, grain of salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, with that. Uh, Verstappen minus 200, pretty, pretty yucky. Um, but I'm okay with it. My bank account is feeling very good after LSU College World Series championship win. I uh, just got to give a quick shout out. Go Tigers. Exactly. Uh, all right. So, Pat, on to the sprint race. So, I, I'm going with uh, Fernando Alonso. Uh, I just think the Aston Martin can be quite quick. And you know what? Sprint race, you know, you, there's always some different strategies. Would love to see what, you know, Aston Martin, given that they're in a new position, I think they're be, uh, more willing to be a bit gutsy. Um, with maybe some of their calls, whether they start on softs or, you know, they just go mediums the entire race. Who knows? But uh, that, that's kind of my pick. What do you think? Yeah, like it a lot. Alonzo really wanted to race for Stappen, but they just kind of kept telling him to hold his tires so he could hold off Hamilton and get in second place. But it, I know there was a bird in Max's brake duck, but maybe the field's getting a little bit closer. But I'm going to hedge my uh, my bets here for a sprint race. Give me Hamilton a plus 1,200. I think the Mercedes has been doing pretty well lately, and maybe some crazy things happen. I will say, looking at the sprint race, Sergio Perez plus 800 in the Red Bull, and his form's been off, but if you're looking for a rebound and a guy driving a Red Bull at plus 800, not bad at all. Yeah, I, I really like the Perez call-out as well, just because his last three races have been not the Sergio Perez that we knew kind of the first part of this season where it was – are, are, are we actually going to see a you know driver's championship fight between teammates this year? But clearly now we know that that is a no unless Max Verstappen decides to take five races off just for funsies. But I doubt that'll happen. Uh, but also Alonso was plus eight hundred, so you know we're we're trying to get some fun odds here. There's only so much you can do. Uh, the sprint race Max Verstappen at minus two fifty, and then uh, Charles Leclerc at plus seven hundred. Uh, so definitely something to consider there. Uh, Pat, on a race winner, uh, you know what, th- real quick, who do you got? I am with you that uh, Max is probably going to win, but give me the next man, Fernando Alonso, plus 900. He's been in form all year, and he just needs one lucky break, and he'll be on that top step, I think. He really is uh, you know, knocking at the door for his well, – 33rd? I, I forget what race win he's on. Is it, is it 33rd? It's, it's to beat someone's record. Yeah. I know that. Um, so definitely also it would be the longest drought um, in between uh, wins uh, for an F1 driver. I think that right now it's like 10 years is it's currently what the streak time. is. Um, so we, I hope this season that he can actually, you know, kind of close that off and say, hey, you, you know, you still got it. You're still you can still win a race because I think that's one of the hardest things to do is win one of these races. Uh, yeah. Max minus 350. Absolutely gross. Uh, Fernando mm-hmm. plus 900. Perez at plus 900 and then you got um, you know kind of the rest of the pack Hamilton 1200 Leclerc 1600 and then it just trickles down from there so you can really have some fun ones you know do we think do we realistically think signs Russell you know are really gonna win no but the payouts are quite nice so maybe a dollar two who knows uh on a on the top three and this is where I really feel like we're we get into the more fun bets uh, of what's going to happen, you know. So I'm going with Pat's uh, earlier pick, uh, Lewis Hamilton, uh, to get it done. He's minus 110. He knows how to get the podium now. He's really feeling this car this year. So I think that's a that's a pretty good pick for almost even money. Nope, definitely. Mercedes looking a lot friskier with those upgrades, and they just keep on working on that car. So definitely like it. I'm going to double down on Charles Leclerc. I'm really feeling like 
him and Ferrari have some good momentum now, and the uh, car's looking good. Hopefully, they keep the strategy right, and plus 225 for him to stand on the podium. Uh, yeah, I, I think both of those are great. Uh, I would love to see – well, realistically, I'd love to not see Verstappen on the podium. It would be a combination of Hamilton, Alonso, and Leclerc. Uh, but we will see. That may be uh, one of my extra bets, uh, so we'll see. So, uh, Pat, top six, who you got? Top six, Esteban Ocon having a very nice season. He's pretty consistently getting in the points for Alpine, and he finished on the podium in Monaco this year, but I think he can finish top six in that plus 200. I do like it a bit. No, I, I really like it as well. Right now, he's currently ninth in the Drivers' Championship with 29 points for the Alpine, which, you know what, I will actually take. I agree with you. I'm going to go with one of the Alpine uh, teammates, you know, Ocon or Gasly. Gasly's at plus uh, 275. So definitely something fun there. Gasly definitely not having um, as good of a season as Ocon is. But you never know when one of these guys is going to turn it around and really make it their race. Also, Gasly is only in 10th in the driver. So still very much close uh, together teammates. The car definitely has shown some strength with obviously the third place for Ocon. In Monaco, granted, but still definitely something. But now, top 10, Pat, who's your hero? I'm riding with Alex Albon. we got to give him a shout-out in Canada, finishing P7 for the Williams. Those are very big points for those uh, bo- kind of bottom feeder teams. So I want Albon to keep riding the momentum at plus 135. And also, tremendous qualifying session for him, too, getting all the way to Q3 in that Williams. Just being brave, sticking out there on the slick tires. And he had pole position in Q2, but couldn't keep it in Q3. But give me Alex Albon for another top 10. More points. I love it. No, always rooting for some of the underdogs is great. Alex Albon, I always felt like, was a very cool driver to follow in you know, the drive to survive kind of era, his little stint at Red Bull, and then getting in kind of flourish in this Williams team. And right now, I think with you know the Austria Grand Prix, it is made for speed, and that Williams does have some pretty sneaky straight-line speed, and there are a lot of those uh, in, in this track. So I think I will also be taking that. But, Pat, I am going for something I haven't gone for all season. Cool. It is a McLaren bet. Hey. I think <laughs> it is time. And the odds are also very good. Norris at even money for a top-10 finish or Piastri at plus 225. I think that is very fun. Both of them are literally knocking on the door of a top 10 finish. Every race, it's just something insane happens and unsportsmanlike conduct. Just a horrible double stack. You know, there's something that always goes on where they can't do it. And I saw they added another sponsor to their car. So this easily brings the tally up to, you know, 150 sponsors on their car. That More screens. Go faster. More, More screens. More screens. Exactly. So definitely, you know, I think those are kind of a top fun 10 pick, you know, going with the Williams and the McLaren pairing. uh, I think it gives you a way more exciting race to watch for than if you're just picking winners. I would almost not even bet a winner and only bet top 10 finish and root for some of these scrappier fights. But, you know, it's up to you. Pat, your favorite bet. What's going on with the, uh, the fastest pit stop? Red Bull is just untouchable at everything. Christian Horner is just the greatest man alive. But another fastest pit stop for Red Bull and second fastest pit stop, just to rub it in my stupid face. Um, This time around, Red Bull sitting at minus 140, clearly the favorite. But I am still going to keep riding McLaren. They had the fourth and sixth fastest pit stops this week. So just speed it up just a little bit, boys. We could be 
we can get those uh, fastest pit stop points. But they're at plus 1,200, third best odds. Yep, and I'm going to continue to double down on my Mercedes slash Alpine. Uh, I know it's kind of cheating taking two. I don't care. I bet them every week. Uh, the Alpine is at plus 1,600, and Mercedes is at plus 3,300. So if we're really thinking Hamilton is going to do that well, I'm going to be hammering that. Those are some fantastic odds. Um, I mean, it hasn't hit once, but, you know, one of these days it's going to hit. Gambler fallacy. All right. Real quick, I already kind of mentioned it. Alpine with 44 points versus McLaren 17. We're still riding that out right now. Last time Pat checked, it was minus 550 for Alpine to beat McLaren. So I'm sitting at it with plus or minus 170. So not great odds uh, for when I took it before the season, but certainly better than now. I'm feeling very confident. And Pat, I want to tell you about kind of my one last bet here. I was going through some of the fun, you know, kind of prop bets that they make. So a Leclerc and Verstappen podium, Hamilton Perez top six finish with Lando Norris and George Russell finishing the points for plus 900. That feels very good with some of the takes that we've had on this pod. Very, all very possible right there for sure. Yeah. Definitely gives you a lot of confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And plus 900. I mean, look, like, unless there's something unrealistic that happens, you're going to have a Merrick in the top six. You're probably going to have Sergio Perez if he can get his, you know, head on straight this week. You know, Leclerc is a bit of a wild card. You know, his closest has been that fourth place in recent memory. Verstappen. You know what's going to happen. But then Norris and Russell, I mean, that seems like Norris. I actually took a similar bet last week, and Norris was the only one who didn't hit because of the five-second penalty. So I think that's another reason that I'm like, all right, Norris isn't going to let me down this week. We got this. So, I like it. Yep. But, Pat, any 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 closing uh, statements before we wrap this up? I know this was a bit of a quicker episode. But, hey, we have the gauntlet in July. I think we have four races uh, this is this month. So uh, we're going to be hammering these bad boys out. Any last nope. comments? Very glad we keep the uh, the good times rolling. Races have been picking up a little bit with all those upgrades coming around. So hopefully we keep the exciting races on and just maybe get a new winner. Perfect, perfect. Well, Pat, thank you so much for joining as always. Thank you so much for listening to our audience, and we will catch you next week.